Hello and welcome to the Quest for the Good Life with Dr. Mike Strauss. Dr. Strauss, last time we talked about iLink and we took a rather comprehensive tour of the iLink home. Uh, the big question today is where are you going to take us next? Well, we're going to look at everything around the home now. I've talked conceptually about how we deliver services within a neighborhood. And, and, and just to remind everybody, you know, not only do we provide support in a home, but we actually create neighborhoods of support. From our perspective, we're able to scale the support mm -hmm. and deliver it cost-effectively, given that we have technology, and we can deliver support within a minute or two of need, just like they can in assisted living, but it's not assisted living. It's their home. It's another economy of scale where you can now have another level of technology leveraged service models for professionals mm -hmm. that can deliver care across multiple neighborhoods in, in, in your program. It's really a new ecosystem for a delivery of services. There's a neighborhood component of that, mm -hmm. but then there's this other professional services component that can deliver support to each neighborhood because of technology. So all the homes there have the benefit of professional services like nurses or behavioral analysts or service coordinators who are available to help people. These are all the professionals that don't just work in a specific neighborhood. They can work across neighborhoods. So we, we created um, uh, several years ago this second level of technology support that uses the same infrastructure. It's called the Applied Technology Center. And the concept behind that is take our professional interdisciplinary team, put them in one building, and tell them to remotely support all these neighborhoods, which includes supporting the staff of those neighborhoods and the individuals that live there on demand. That was the goal. What I really want to emphasize is while all this new thing is possible because of technology. But you don't just bolt this great technology onto staff training or nursing or behavioral services or service coordination and think it's going to work. So what I'm trying to say is staff training folks need to change how they think, how they deliver support and, and their very model and because of designing the service model differently. We can create a new paradigm of care that that's cost-effective, that delivers care exactly when it's needed, on demand, when and where it's needed, across neighborhoods. So what I want to do today is I just kind of want to do another little walking tour of our Applied Technology Center. So one component of the Applied Technology Center is our night support program. It's a, and, you know, that support starts at around... 9 o'clock at night, and it ends at about 7 o'clock in the morning. And they work so hard to monitor the homes where everybody's expected to be sleeping. And then when somebody's not sleeping, we're alerted to be concerned. And then we look at certain things to know, well, really, do we need to intervene or not? In the last episode, we examined all the um, enormous amount of data that is being collected through sensors and video feeds in the home. These sensors, there's 
there's hundreds, if not thousands, that will that will be tripped in a home in, in in a day or a week, and you know the sensors are coming up like popcorn. Well, our job is to to look at that and put order to those sensors and give meaning to it. And the meaning could be this isn't a problem, or the meaning could be maybe you should check in on that. And that's really in essence. All that is done by the technology, it basically puts order to the sensors and logic to it. I think this also allows the professional team to cover more ground because they're not responding to things that they don't need to respond to. And if any of these things happen, this is what our customer would like to see happen. You know, a text or us actually call or us deploy somebody. It could be a variety of different things that we do. And we want our software to, to make that simple for the customer and make it simple for the, for the people who are helping. The customer tells us. Basically, that filters out needs for us to just intrusively be in their life. And it, and, and it trades it for a very empowering situation. Say, hey, leave me alone unless there's a problem. When there's staff training um, and, and support, uh, there's a person who has been employed with Good Life for very close to 30 years providing training and support and supervision to the people that work for us. Their job is to check in with people in our neighborhoods, the, 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 the direct support professionals, and be a resource for them. Well, most programs that do what we do, you know, they tr provide training in a week or two, and then they send them off to a home. But when you're in the home, there's not a lot of training and support and coaching because the supervisor goes across many homes. But really, it's like you need help when you need help, and you're not sure what it's all about. But the, the Applied Technology Center has a specific group of people but do nothing but support direct support professionals. Now, if I move on to behavioral services, here's the deal. In the Applied Technology Center, with our technology, we can actually see what the behavioral problem is as it naturally unfolds in the normal environment. And we can see, okay, as a behavioral analyst, you're always taught what happened before, what happened during, what happened after, what is, what's perpetuating that behavior. And how could we rearrange all of that so that the right thing happens? Or so that a new skill is learned and replaces something that's not functional or even harmful. So with us now, you know, we don't just have data. We have real observations. And so we can see multiple instances of, of a behavioral concern and see how it unfolds and really develop a plan that really is grounded in true need. The only way they could do that before was in big institutions or you know, uh, group homes where they had to give up a liberty in order to benefit. And then they move on to nursing. In the old days, when they first started in telemedicine, it actually was very good. Telemedicine meant you would connect one doctor's clinic with another doctor's clinic, and there were doctors on both sides. So you didn't just do video conferencing like well, right now. They can't do any proper diagnosis. They can't take 
good data by conducting a real exam because they're not there. Well, you know, we took that, we're taking that, that to that next step. We have a virtual clinic at our Applied Technology Center. And now in each neighborhood, we're putting a micro clinic that allows us to actually collect real vitals. So, you know, this Applied Technology Center has served as a place where all these disciplines can be together and retrain themselves on how do you deliver care to a neighborhood highly effectively using technology. So in a nutshell, that tries to explain the difference between a neighborhood support and our remote professional support at the Applied Technology Center and our job of retooling all of that so that professions change how they deliver services to the customer. Next time, I'm going to talk about that architecture and how that's done because the reality is what we have created is an ecosystem of highly decentralized homes and decentralized but grouped neighborhoods and remote professional services that are connected by technology. So what you're asking about is super important is iLink Assist, which is the software that's in the cloud services appropriately and you know, privately where it's safe and is connected to every one of these programs. And, and the reality is we've done very complex things in a very appropriate way so that the providers that we will work with won't have to do any of that. They won't have to worry about that stuff because, frankly, that's a big chore. So the way it's designed is that people are able to replicate what we've created in a very simple way, and that's the agency architecture that we're going to talk about next time. And we're, we're actually interested to show you how we're going to provide this to agencies in an enterprise way and how we protect our data and where it's located and how that works. That will be a fascinating, I think, uh, uh, next little walking tour that we do. Next time. Until next time, thank you so much, Dr. Mike Strauss. Thank you, guys.